Hare Krishna, we are so fortunate to have His Grace Sri Bhadrani Prabhu from Nivrindavan. And Prabhuji will enlighten us on Srimad Bhagavatam, 5th Canto, 14th Chapter, 6th verse. So please take over the call, Prabhu. Thank you. Hare Krishna. Hare Krishna. Samrasta Mataji. Thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to speak on Srimad Bhagavatam. So as Mataji mentioned, we are reading Canto 5, Chapters. This chapter is 14, right? Yes, This 14th chapter. I was taking it, now I'm not seeing it. Chapter 14, and text number 6. <coughs> this chapter is uh, named as, uh, it's a very beautiful chapter actually. One should read this chapter list for all of us. The material world as the great forest of enjoyment. So it talks about how this material world is happens to be a great place for enjoyment but actually it is a forest and that's what the, the entire uh, this chapter is talking about. So we are on text number six uh, so I, will, I don't read the verse, I will read the translation and then the purport. Then we will go ahead and then we will discuss. <coughs> translation, sometimes in the house, in this house, in the sky, that is Gandharvapura, the conditioned soul drinks, eats and has sex. Being overly attached, he chases after the objects of sense, senses, just as a deer chases a mirage in the desert. Purport by His Divine Grace, A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Shilakopadakija. There are two worlds, the spiritual and the material. The material world is false like a mirage in the desert. <coughs> in desert, animals think they see water, but actually there is none. Similarly, those who are animalistic try to find peace within the desert of material life. It is repeatedly said in different Shastras <coughs> that there is no pleasure in this material world. Furthermore, even if we agree to live without pleasure, we are not allowed to do so. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says, that the material world is not only full of miseries, Dukkhalayam, but also temporary, Ashashvatam. Even if we want to live here amid miseries, material nature will not allow us to do so. It will oblige us to change bodies and enter another atmosphere full of material conditions. It's a beautiful purport. It's given by Srila Prabhupada. I will chant Mangalacharan for the auspiciousness and then we will chant, we will start discussing. <coughs> Om Jnanati Mirandasya Jnananjana Salakaya Chakshuru Anmilitam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Mano Bhishtam Stapitam Yena Bhutale 
స్వయం రూపాకదామయ్యం దాతి స్వాపదాంతికం వందేహం శ్రీగురూం శ్రీయుతాపదకమలం శ్రీగురూం వైష్ణవాంశ శ్రీరూపాం సాగ్రజాతం సహగణారఘునాథాంతం తం సజీవం సాద్వైతం సావదూతం పరిజనా సహితం కృష్ణ చైతన్యదేవం శ్రీరాధాకృష్ణపాదాన్ సహగణాలలితా శ్రీ విశాఖాన్విశ నమావో విష్ణుపదాయ కృష్ణప్రేష్టాయ భూతలే శ్రీమతే భక్తివేదాంత స్వామీ నితినామిని నమస్తే సరస్వతీదేవే గౌరవాని ప్రచారిణే నిర్విశేషాశూన్యవాది పాశ్చాత్య దేశతారిణే నమో మహావదన్యాయ కృష్ణ ప్రేమ ప్రదాయతే కృష్ణాయ కృష్ణ చైతన్య నామినే గౌరత్విషే నమ హే కృష్ణ కరుణాసింధో దీనబంధో జగత్పతే గోపేశ గోపికాకాంత రాధాకాంత నమోస్తుతే తప్తకాంచన గౌరాంగి రాధే వృందావనేశ్వరి వృషభానుసుతే దేవి ప్రణమామి హరే ప్రియే వాంచాకల్పతరుభ్యశ్చ కృపాసింధుభ్యవనేభ్యో వైష్ణవేభ్యో నమో నమ జయ శ్రీకృష్ణ చైతన్య ప్రభునిత్యానంద శ్రీ అద్వైత గదాధార శ్రీవాసాది గౌరభక్తవృంద హరే కృష్ణ హరే కృష్ణ 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 హరే 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 రామో హరే రామో రామ రామో హరే హరే సో ఇన్ దిస్ చాప్టర్ టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ హౌ ద లివింగ్ ఎంటిటీ ట్రై టు ఎంజాయ్ దిస్ మెటీరియల్ వర్ల్డ్ సపరేటింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ కృష్ణ సపరేటింగ్ ఫ్రమ్ గాడ్ సో in the translation it says sometimes in this house uh, that is gandharvapura the conditioned soul uh, try to they drink means liquor and then they eat eat normal food and then have sex but apart from that as they are very 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 much attached for the sense gratification so the living entities chases after the objects of the senses uh, just like here it is giving an analogy as the deer changes a mirage in the desert so one thing which we can see is uh, in shrimad bhagavatam or bhagavad gita or especially in the vedic scriptures this is quite common they try to give us a understanding whenever there is some topic and when they are discussing about this particular topic and to give us more understanding and more understanding in sense which can be easily understand by us like we see 
for children it is difficult to understand philosophy as such or instructions also it is difficult for them to understand that's the reason we have for children is called as panchatantra the books which it narrates a story but within that story you will find a moral so it is easy for them to understand because there is a story and within that story there is something which is teaching them inherently is teaching them something as they understand the story so our scriptures are actually like uh, most of the times we read certain books for enjoyment like a novels or magazines magazines we see them we try to read them for enjoyment and same thing is we do when we go for the movies because we would like to enjoy 3 hours uh, have that sense gratification away from this material world in this material world we are going through so many troubles somebody is having a problem with a job somebody is having a problem with a wife somebody is having a problem with husband or colleagues or boss or so many things i mean there is we can talk about hundreds and thousands and millions of problems one can face in this material world to want to get rid of those problems temporarily we go to the movies and try to enjoy in there so the living entity here is uh, is trying to enjoy this material world but for some time want to get rid of or get away from these problems so we tend to read books and as well as go to these movies so these movies they give us mainly entertainment same thing is with the books also the novels they give entertainment but our vedic scriptures like if you read ramayana or mahabharata even for that matter shrimad bhagavatam also it gives an entertainment for us to uh, narrates certain stories and narrates how one story is the entire book if you take ramayana or mahabharata of different different incidents but at the same time along with the entertainment the, the scripture also gives us the enlightenment it gives us that there is some message and there are so many things which we can learn from that so in the process they even talk about certain comparisons we call them as analogies there are some analogies like if you look at in bhagavad gita when arjuna is telling krishna that he do not want to fight and arjuna gives so many reasons and krishna accepted and then finally arjuna says that no i am not able to decide even though he has given so many reasons for not fighting but then finally he says that i am unable to decide what to do so please guide me and tell me what i should do and then krishna starts speaking and then as he is speaking the basic message krishna wants to give to arjuna is that you are not this body you are spirit soul and then for that he starts talking about different different comparisons he gives so one of the comparison he gives is matras versus to kaunteya sitoshna sukha dukha 
ఆగమాపాయిన ఇన్ దిస్ వర్ల్డ్ దేర్ ఈస్ హీట్ అండ్ కోల్డ్ సో టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ ద్వంద్వ దట్ ఈస్ టాకింగ్ అబౌట్ జువాలిటీస్ ఇన్ దిస్ మెటీరియల్ వర్ల్డ్ వన్ హ్యాస్ టు బేర్ దెమ్ జస్ట్ లైక్ in the summer it is hot but still we'll go and cook in winter it is cold but still one takes cold water bath in the winter so krishna is giving this comparison and then telling arjuna that one should be ha uh, patient enough to go through these things so there he is giving an analogy then similarly another analogy gives vasamsi jinani yathavidaya అవునాని గ్రహణాన్ని నరోపరాని సో జస్ట్ లైక్ వెన్ ది డ్రెస్ గెట్స్ ఓల్డ్ అండ్ వెన్ ఇట్స్ టేరింగ్ ఆఫ్ వీ జస్ట్ ట్రై టు టేక్ అవే ద డ్రెస్ అండ్ దెన్ వేర్ ఎ న్యూ డ్రెస్ అండ్ వి త్రో దట్ వన్ సిమిలర్లీ వెన్ దిస్ బాడీ ఈజ్ నాట్ ఇన్ ఎ కండిషన్ టు లీవ్ దెన్ సో లీవ్ దిస్ బాడీ అండ్ గో టు సమ్ అదర్ బాడీ krishna is giving this uh, comparisons or analogies for arjuna to understand the subject matter same thing is for us also now here also we can see as sukadev goswami is talking about how he is giving an analogy that how the living entity is chasing after this sense objects for sense enjoyment just like the deer chases after the mirage in the desert now why this comparison because in the desert there is no water but then it appears to be a mirage appears to be there is a water and deer is thinking that there is a water and it's evaporating so let me go and drink this water that means water is not exist there but still deer is trying to go there similarly in this material world there is no happiness but the living entity goes behind the sense objects trying to go in behind this happiness want to enjoy want to be happy all the time so that's where the living entities start chasing after the set sense objects so that they can enjoy just like a deer changes uh, ch- changes the the mirage so there is one uh, father who is having uh, four daughters and this father he married all four of them and they were happily enjoying their life with their husbands and with their families in india it's quite common that whenever there is a big festival like sankranti or diwali for these festivals the parents they call children to their home and especially when uh, girls so the father and mother called the children four of them to their home so they came with their families and they stayed so festival came and the festival is over and uh, the days passed and it has become weeks and slowly it's coming to become a month but nobody is uh, leaving the home all four of them the daughters and their son-in-laws along with the children they are all staying there this father is actually a retired person and 
is he living on pension and he is a poor poor man and he cannot it is difficult for him he could able to manage his family but now the four families total five families to manage them it is becoming difficult for him so he told his wife what happened why they are not living and wife said i don't know and the father is asking then what to do how can we solve this problem wife said you tell me what do you want me to do i will do it then normally it happens when uh when the son in laws they come home we try to give them nice wonderful wonderful prasadam we have prepare and then kind of a rajboga we offer so the father mother they were doing that thing daily father said i think it is enough now we should cut down one curry one sabji wife said okay so they cut down one sabji and first son in law understood immediately it is a time for us to leave so the son in law along with his wife they left and then weeks passed again second and third and fourth son in law they are still there and then father told his wife i think we should cut down one more sabji when they cut down another sabji then second son in law understood and he also left with his family now third and fourth son in law they are still there and father said after another week father said i think we should cut down one more sabji that is also be done and third son in law understood and then he left the fourth son in law is not leaving father said i think now we stop making any sabjis and just pickled rice and then yogurt rice the same even then son in law is not leaving he is continue to stay there on so then in india it's quite common normally it happens that uh, father old men when they are retired they in the evening times they go to park sit with their friends and then talk and discuss so they were doing the same thing as they were sitting and discussing and this father started explaining about his situation what is happening at his home for son in law is not at all living home so then his friends told him you don't worry we will take care of this situation only thing we need a favor from you is that somehow or other make your son in law sleep outside your house and then again back in bharatvarsha it is uh, quite common especially in the villages when it is very hot during the summer time or uh, even in the, in the month of october also it's very very hot so normally people uh, they sleep outside they keep put their bed outside then they sleep or if you have rooftops we sleep on the rooftops so some of father he made all the arrangements for son in law to sleep outside son in law sleeping outside and then it's uh, early in the morning it's not too dark and at the same time it's not bright light the father's friends they came with uh, <coughs> some bed sheets 
and then covered son-in-law with the bed sheets and started beating him left and right. Just telling him, you bloody fool, uh, rascal. Your father-in-law is a poor man and he is living his life with pension. Don't you understand how many families he can manage? Mm. So like that, they started beating him. And then as they're beating him, son-in-law immediately got up and then ran into home and then told his wife, I think, we should leave this place immediately. So immediately they left. Now, uh, why we are discussing about this particular story is that all of us, we are all like a fourth son-in-law. Even though Maya, this material world, as Srila Prabhupada talks about in the purport, it is a Dukkhalaya. It is a misery after misery after miseries continuously the miseries after miseries and is being kicked by Maya so much but still we think we want to live here and this is our place and Jinayaha Marnayaha we do not want to leave this place that is the condition of a living entity so it says that in this material world there is no happiness. What we uh, assume or what we uh, think that, that is happiness, it is actually not happiness. It says that there is the misery and there is another misery. In between there is a small gap and that gap when there is a misery, yeah, when there is a relaxation from the misery, we think that is enjoyment. Just like in the olden days, when the king has to punish these uh, criminals, what they used to do is, they used to take them to the place where there is a full of water, and they catch hold of their hair, and they dug their head fully deep into the river into the water. As they dug his head into the water, this person is struggling for air. We are not uh, like a fish. We can live in water. We are land animals. So we cannot live without oxygen. And this person is not getting air. So they force this head into the water for some time and then pick the head up. When they pick the head up, this person then, he takes the air to full of his lungs. Like he, he makes the sound <sighs> with, the, with, with everything, not only with uh, uh, nostrils, but even mouth and open. So he tried to take air to full of his lungs. And then the moment he, they pick up and then just a matter of seconds and again they duck his head into the water. So this is the punishment given to the criminals. So our condition is like that. There is a misery and there is a misery. There is a ducking of head into the water and then again there is a ducking of head in the water. In between there is a gap and that gap we think when we are taking this air to full of our lungs and we think that is the enjoyment and that is the happiness and that's what happens in this material world 
there is another analogy it talks about it is just like a sandwich there is a bread thick crust and there is another bread thick crust and in between there is a thin layer very thin layer of a jam or butter and we eat this bread only for the taste of the thin jam in between these two breads this material world is like that there is the misery and there is the another misery and in between very thin layer of enjoyment and we think that is the life and we think we are enjoying so much and that's the reason everybody wants to stay here only and everybody wants to live here only even though all of us understand that we are not this body we are spirit soul but all our actions are on the bodily platform and all our actions are for to give the pleasure to the senses of this body we never think of giving pleasure to our soul essence like every day we eat three times so that our body is well nourished <clears throat> eating may not be sense gratification but then when the body is well nourished and then we start looking for remaining other senses enjoyment somehow or other we wanted to enjoy on with the senses so but we never try to feed our soul what is that that it needs what is that it nourishes that soul that's why we don't do that so anyhow the solution is going to come is, is going to talk shila prabhupada is going to talk about solution at the same time sukadev goswami is also going to talk about the solution but at this in this verse sukadev goswami is talking about how the living entity is chasing behind the sense objects even though there is no happiness in this material world as krishna tells in bhagavad gita this is a dukhalayam and ashashvatam it's a abode of miseries in this place and it is a temporary it it is always temporary actually and that's the reason we in scriptures we call it as jagat mithyam it is a mithya mithya means false a jagat is actually if you go to see it is not false it is real we are all seeing it our body is there and this building is there where we are in that building we are living in that building the land we can see is everything our relatives our family members we are seeing everyone but then how come the scriptures talk about mithya how come the scriptures talk about it is false it is a false in a sense they are not permanent on a scale of eternity this birth is just like a dot if you just put a pencil dot on a infinite line what is that dot actually there is nothing about the dot it's very even hard to see the dot similarly as we are eternal souls this lifetime is just like a 
dot on the infinite line and that's where it becomes as a temporary another meaning we can look at is how this is uh, that's why it becomes as a false actually another meaning we can look another way to look at is how it is a false is that there is change constantly changing in this material world everything is changing our body is changing even if you see this house where you are there and maybe probably come back after 50 years or maybe 20 years or 60 or 70 whenever some after some long long period of time this house may not be here they may be demolishing this house and then making another house or making it as a ground so this change is a constant in this material world and that's where it becomes as a false there is nothing permanent in this material world even though we think about the so many things so many things that we want to have with us but those are all including the relationship it is not permanent in this material world even the devotees may think that the wife and husband they are real and they may be there with them in goloka vrindavan but shrimad bhagavatam talks about this very harshly talks about shrimad bhagavatam relations in this material world are just like two twigs floating in the water in the river they come together for some time and then separate never to meet again so that those are the, that is the kind of relationships in this material world even though we have a strong relationship now but this is only for this lifetime so only one relationship that is permanent it is always there that is our relationship with the krishna in this material world we are trying to cultivate that relationship with krishna so that we can remember our actual original position that we are servants of krishna jeevara swarupa hoy krishna nitya das other than that all other relationships in this material world are temporary they are not permanent so the living entity for the sake of enjoyment changes after these material objects and in the process the living entity gets entangled and then gets attached to the things which we are not supposed to be attached and we try to stick to them and we try to bring them close to our heart and we try to live with them and we think we are going to live forever with our sense objects and oh, is that a problem many ways it is a problem the one way which we can look at is when we are attached to some things in this material world and our consciousness is fully onto it and then what happens when we are leaving our body we still attach to that object and we keep talking about that object and that's where we again come back to this material world belonging to that object just like there is one person his name is kailashnath and he is married and then he got children 
and children are he was doing a business and then children they grow up and they are he is having sons and the sons also could able to take up the business nicely and then he started taking up spiritual life and one day it happened that because of his spiritual activities narada muni came to him appeared to him and then told him o kailashana lord vishnu is so happy with your spiritual life and the way you are doing your devotional service so he sent me to bring you back to the spiritual world kailashana said no no narada muni there is things which still i need to do please come back after some time then we will go after some years narada muni said okay why the kailashana he was telling narada muni that his sons even though they are maintaining business but still they are not fully equipped in maintaining business properly so he wanted to teach them narada muni said okay and the narada muni came back after some years to his surprise narada muni kailashnath already left his body but narada muni sees there is a dog and he could understand because he is a saintly personality he could understand kailashanad has become dog and narudmuni said oh my dear kailashanad see what happened to you now you become a dog now at least there is a time please come back with me we will go back to the spiritual world kailashanad said oh narudmuni you don't understand my children they are not properly trained they keep the doors open of the house and they are not worried about many times the uh, thieves they are entering into the house because they are not careful so i am protecting them i am guarding the house so please come back after some time this is not the right time narudmuni said okay the narudmuni came after some time when he did not find the dog there kailashna is not there but narada muni with his vision he could understand now kailashna the become as a cockroach and narada muni went to this cockroach and told kailashna what happened see now you become a cockroach at least now there is a time please come back we will go kailashna said no narada muni they are so careless my kids or my grandchildren and they are throwing everything the ghee and important things also they are simply wasting them so i am protecting the house by eating that ghee and all which they are throwing it away so this is what happens when we attached to the family life or when we attached to the sense objects is what happens is initially it is like we want to enjoy but then that enjoyment becomes as so much so much attachment to us and then even if we leave our body we again come back to the same situation and we trying to have the attachment for the body continue to be attached to the circumstances and what are the objects we are doing what are the objects we have been attached to just like if somebody is attached to the, the husband is attached to wife when husband leaves his body remembering his wife then he may not become a wife as such 
of hell because there is only one individual person in this entire creation as such so what he becomes either he will become a lady or he can become an object or he can become a something which wife likes very much suppose if wife likes a dog then he becomes a dog and then be close to the wife being loved by his wife so this is what happens in this material world and that's why we should be very very careful but then what is the remedy for all these things one should be detached from this sense objects understanding everything is temporary in this material world there is nothing permanent but practicing it directly of thinking of no neti 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 this is not this is not this is not it will be difficult for us to do it and that's where shila prabhupada says that one should start doing performing a devotional service when you perform devotional service what you are doing is whatever your attachments you have that you are slowly transferring it to krishna if we are very much attached to decorating our body so what we do when we perform devotional service we try to dress up deities in the process as you are uh, decorating the deities our propensity to decorate our bodies will slowly slowly go away now we start thinking about the deities how i can decorate them very nicely and very well so as we keep taking up a devotional service and we will be uh, dotailing our propensities of so much maybe any kind of enjoyment into the devotional service that way what we are doing is we need not to renounce those attachments but then as you engage those attachments in the devotional service and we will be detached from those sense enjoyments and that will be more attached on the devotional side on the spiritual side so that's where actually <clears throat> shila propal talks about taking up the devotional service it's a easy process one need not to perform great and great and great and tapasyas as such just one can uh, perform a devotional service and by the process of a devotional service one will be detached from this material activities and then attached to the spiritual activities so slowly then we will be purified by this process and then we can go back to the spiritual world so i will stop here and then see if anybody is having any questions or comments thank you very much hari krishna Hare Krishna Prabhu Ji, Dhanvat Pannam, All Glories to Shiddha Prabhupada and Guru Maharaj. I have, I have a question. It's related to the situation in India going on. And the question is, we are doing to satisfy Krishna. We should depend on Krishna. what is happening in india and what is uh, can uh, do something to protect our hindu uh, community because we are not a 
close each other. The Hindus are more uh, thinking for themselves, but in the other communities, they are bounded each other. They are they don't care if their children are uh, die or finish the others. So in that situation, our Sanatan Dharma is in danger. <clears throat> I know this is it's not a related this uh, conversation, but it was coming in my mind. Our Sanatan Dharma, we should protect. We should do something uh, to protect our Sanatan Dharma, our Hindu culture, our, our uh, scriptures, everything. Yeah. <clears throat> it it hurts uh, when we see the Hindus are not united. We think ourselves, oh, Krishna will take care of. Uh, no, we should, like in Bhagavad Gita, it says, Krishna try to pacify, uh, not pacify, to do not have a war or anything, just uh, give, but uh, they don't give anything to Pandavas. And finally, the war happened. Can we do something? Can happen those things? Uh, because Krishna wants it. How do we know that Krishna wants this? Uh, we should uh, do to because Krishna uh, cannot do anything, uh, everything. We have to cultivate something with them to protect our Sanatan Dharma. Like the other religion, they are, they are spreading slowly, gradually in the house or in the community, in the villages, and they, they don't care what people do, but in, in our situation, is we should do something. Yes, Mataji. So you gave question and you gave answer also, I think. <laughs> we should answer also. Yes. So it says, Dharma Rakshiti Rakshitaha. When you protect the dharma, dharma will protect you. Dharma rakshita rakshitaha. You have to protect the dharma so that dharma can protect you. So what is the dharma rakshita? So how we protect dharma? By following dharma. One should follow their dharma properly. Are we really following your dharma? That's a doubt. No. Even though we call ourselves as the Hindus or followers of a Vedic lifestyle or the uh -huh. followers of Sanatana Dharma, but how mm -hmm. many of us are really reading Srimad Bhagavatam or Bhagavad Gita 
or a Ramayana or Mahabharata. How many of us are teaching our children about the scriptures? We don't do that much. Of course, about the current condition when you talk about in this uh, in India, it is because of uh, the political things that is happening. That means it doesn't mean that uh, uh, there is no part of uh, normal people in that. There is other normal people also taken part into that. But what happened is that the politically they try to divide the Hindu society into the caste. and into the creeds like sc st and different castes they are trying to divide them and try to rule the britishers they taught this thing to us divide and rule and they started doing it and then when it comes to the minorities they don't treat if you look at everybody is having this it is not only hindus dharma such even in muslims also there are so many varieties of people are there ahmadiyas are there there are different different kinds are there which we don't even know there are so many castes within muslim religion also and similarly there are so many uh, variations in christianity also but unfortunately we don't know about them but we know about our society and we know about our caste systems and mm. uh, politicians they made use of this let us take an example if there is some fight happens between two people and mm. then what this uh, newspapers or the articles or the news comes out is that ek dalit ko ek upper class person beat a dalit this is what they write instead of writing yeah. two persons are fighting with each other mm-hmm. but if there is a fight happens within muslims they talk about two persons in muslim community there is a fight between them but they don't write about there is a fight between ahmadiyya and there is a fight between the upper class of muslim religion they fought with each other we don't find that things so this is a narration which is carry forward and then which is been accepted and then we try to uh, act along that uh, same way this is again politically politically motivated and these are political things which i do not want to discuss but then since mm-hmm. it is the topic which you raised so we are trying to talk about that and then uh-huh. why do that we are all came to this level of uh, i you know becoming like arjuna before fighting the war because of our politicians only one of the politician his his name is mohandas karamchand gandhi and then he talks about we should be very patient and we should be even if muslims comes during this is during the time of partition he talks about even if muslim comes and then kills us we should not be saying anything even if muslim comes and then rapes our women we should not be telling anything to them we should allow them to do whatever they want to do it so by this teaching right by, by this teachings right. he made us he he created this kind of thing within the hearts of hindus and we started taking it because he is considered as a jati pita and is considered as one of the greatest personality in the years or in the ages to come and we accepted his words and the hindu society became like that and now 
it may be coming up slowly but otherwise you go to see even though the muslims they were ruling india if muslims were ruling india and if they are demolished so many temples then still you will find temples there how come there are so many temples even though the moguls ruled india even though moguls they demolished so many temples but still how come you find so many temples even now why because it was never accepted by our previous generation of even though they have been demolishing and again they are constructing and again they are constructing and they do not want to leave that religion and they do not they want to fight back you find so many kings who are who are fighting with uh, uh, these moguls or uh, muslim kings or britishers they did it it's not that there was it was not there in our blood it was there in the blood of followers of sanatan dharma but unfortunately that has been put down by our politicians and that's how we are now in this condition of not doing anything and not to uh, really take actions on anything but then yes according to sanatan dharma violence is needed it is not that always non violence is needed we t- we strongly believe in non violence but whenever it's needed uh, to bring non violence there should be violence required so violence is always yeah. needed as such okay so mataji i just yeah. added to your same answer as such but then just added some more to, to that hmm? yeah thank you babuji thank you thank you hare krishna hare krishna Okay, any other questions? Hare Krishna Prabhuji, thank you so much for this nectar and class. After a long time, we were missing you. And Prabhuji, I have a question. You, in Bhagavatam, you say that in your class, you said that our relationship should be like two boats for their traveling for some time together, and then they will go apart. But uh, uh, we always say like uh, seven janma ka saath hai or like that. <laughs> How uh, it uh, like which one is uh, we can understand it. How it goes. We can understand what Shrimad Bhagavatam is talking about. So it is not seven janma. Seven janma ka saath hai it is because of attachments. Somehow or other we become attached to them. Like there is a what is Savitri. puja also right? in maharashtra mm-hmm. they do uh, already to puja for their husband that we mm. can get like seven janmadis husband like that so yeah so that is what we call it as the karmakanda activities so uh, there is certain things when we perform during the uh, as uh, like krishna tells in the 12th chapter uh, he talks about uh, how uh, one fixes krishna in the mind and krishna is always there in their heart and then krishna tells to arjuna if you are not able to do it but at least follow regulatory principles and then second after that verse he says that even if you are not able to follow all the regulatory principles at least work for me this is what krishna tells and then even if you are not able to uh, work for me 
um then he says something else last point he talks about um i didn't remember that but it's it's like this so when we are not able to do at least follow he says work for me work for me is nothing but sympathizing for krishna krishna consciousness of krishna conscious movement even if you are not able to do that in the last point krishna talks about is that at least perform certain activities that is karma kanda activities like if there is uh, something uh, some problem at home then perform this activity perform this puja perform this yagna so that way that uh, obstacle will be removed or that thing can be go- going away so like this we try to do that and by doing this at least you are following the vedic scriptures you are in the house of vedas and that way you will slowly slowly come to krishna consciousness rise to krishna consciousness so to come to that level of krishna consciousness because when we are at the level of karmakanda we are still thinking about our attachment attachment to our husband attachment to the wife we want to get them for seven lifetimes and then we want to continue with them for seven lifetimes and that's where we try to perform these puja or these activities but uh, these are the recommendations given in the veda so that may not be uh, true as such that may be uh, that's may be true it is not false as such because it is given in the vedas as a karmakanda activities but then this karmakanda activities these are all uh, the temporary even if you performing all this karmakanda activities there is no guarantee that one can be perfectly uh, as per the given in the scriptures why because when we are performing karmakanda activities even if there is a slight slight mistake then one has to go through the prashchita for that like there is a story about uh, <coughs> krishna and uh, king druga he was performing so many uh, sacrifices but then he makes some small mistake it is not his own mistake also um, as he gives donation so many cows to one of the brahmana one of the cow comes back to his herd back to king's herd and then second time when he is performing another fire sacrifice then he gave rest of the cows to second brahmana and then the, the one of the cow which has came from first brahmana is there in second brahmana's herd and then first brahmana he finds out that one cow is missing then he goes to second brahmana and then there is a fight between both of them and they come to king and then king could not uh, satisfy both of them if you go to see here there is nobody's problem here there, nobody's mistake neither first brahmana or second brahmana or king uh, wanted to do this purposely it is happened just because the cow is come back from the first brahmana's herd so even though he is performing that uh, fire sacrifices even though he is performing activities according to karmakanda properly perfectly but still there is a mistake happened in the next birth he has to take birth as a lizard giant lizard he takes birth and then by krishna's mercy he has been saved from that giant lizard and then he goes back to the spiritual world the celestial being so we see like this so even, even though we are performing karmakanda activities even though it is according to the prescriptions given in the vedas but even if there is a slight mistake 
then there is a problem and you know we are in kali yuga we are not in satya yuga or dwapara or treta so we are in kali yuga and there is going to be bound to be mistakes after mistakes after mistakes whatever we do so there is no guarantee that yes even though we performing like that so that one can become uh, wife and husband for seven lifetimes as such but shrimad bhagavatam which we call it as amala purana and which is clearly talking about that the relationships in this material world are just like two twigs coming together in the flowing river and then separate never to meet again so that is the kind of relationships yes we may be related to in goloka vrindavan but not as the same as a wife and husband but then yes we are all the souls in goloka vrindavan serving krishna also together properly that helps mataji prabhu ji thank you so much for this wonderful answer hari krishna thank you thank you hari krishna Okay. Any other questions, comments? Okay. I think uh, we can end here, Mataji. Yes, Prabhuji. No other questions. We can end up the call here.